Badlands, DJ Absolute. Shout out to Rap Sheet DVD. Shout out to Rock the House. Shout out to Real Toronto, which is like Real Foundation. <laughs> All good. Part of the experience. Exactly. All good. Ready? Awesome. I don't think you can nail it like that. Again, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's, Let's try. try it. Hey, we're here. I'm excited. Um, ladies and gentlemen, good television. good television is what we're all about. Um, high energy is what we're all about. And um, I'm super excited to be sitting down here today um, with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Mr. Rock the House. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing this man for the last 11 years, um, but more importantly, trusting this man the last 11 years. As we all know, the way you look is also based on the way you feel and is one of the first things that people actually judge when they see you. So me trusting this man for the last 11 years just tells you how great of a business he has, the quality that you get when you get to meet this man, um, and just in general, what I think of this man. Which is, um, from the time that I've met him, um, I've learned that not only is he a great entrepreneur, uh, but obviously... Um, being black myself and as a black entrepreneur myself, um, he's become someone that I've, I've quickly found out that I can learn from, um, someone that can, I can look to as a mentor, uh, because he's always there to share any insights, um, give encouraging words uh, to the community, um, to any business owners and give opportunity to, to others. I, I always see him on, on Instagram saying, Hey, if you want to get a job, if you want to try this opportunity, come out and try this. Um, and that's so important, um, you know, just for entrepreneurs today, for anyone today, but, uh, uh, definitely uh, being a young black man um, in the business world today, uh, it's important to have these these leaders and these mentors. Uh, so I'm really excited for everyone to get the chance to hear this specific story. Um, I, 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 I don't even have anything else to say outside of that, but I'm excited to sit down with Mr. Rock the House. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before That's we true. even start, it's a pleasure, it's an honor, mm -hmm. all right, soon to be the number one podcast, all mm -hmm. right, how to be <laughs> successful, or how to make, make it, it in yeah. Toronto, and yeah. also worldwide, but how to make it in Toronto, soon to be the number one podcast in the world. Yes, sir. Right. I love it, man. I appreciate um, you guys having me, for real. Of course. No, this is, this is, this is a big moment for me, and like, for me, let me start with this. Mr. Mr. Rock the House, how would you define success? Okay, so we're going to dive into it. Cheers. 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 cheers, cheers. Um, I'm not going to give you generic answers, and I'm, uh, uh, this is not going to be traditional. Yes, sir. So the first question is, how would I define success? Mm -hmm. And what I'll say to that is, the wise guy that I am today, I wasn't always like this, and I didn't always think like this, mm -hmm. but success to me is internal peace and happiness. Yes, sir. And I could elaborate. Um, when I was younger, just like majority of the people, the average human being, mm -hmm. we try to quantify success or we try to equate success with a dollar amount. Mm -hmm. Being successful means you have to be rich. Yeah. Right? But I don't know what it is. I, I, I tell myself that everybody will figure it out in their own timing. I don't like to draw reference to uh, when it clicks, it clicks. And mm -hmm. it clicks for everybody in your own timing, different timing in your life. And me, I tell, I, I tell people, um, I feel like I figured it out maybe 12, 13 years ago. And yeah. when I say I figured it out, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, but I have a greater understanding yeah. of life yeah. and our purpose and why we're here. Yes, and um, for a long time, I tell people, I'm rich. I've been rich, but I'm not talking about money. Yeah. 
My richness is here. Yes, sir. My richness is my mind, my spirit, my energy. So um, I could keep talking and on and yeah, on and yeah. on and on, all right? But again, if you understand what I'm saying, you mm -hmm. understand. And I think I'm breaking it down in basic terms. Uh, internal peace and happiness. Yes, sir. If you have that, you, sir, you, ma'am, whatever you are, you're successful. I, I also draw reference to um, there's a guy who's probably a janitor or it doesn't even matter or he works for um, the city mm. and um, he has an apartment in Scarborough or wherever, Jane and Finch or in the West End. Mm. Um, he might be married. He might not. He has a kid or two. Um, he drives whatever. Maybe he doesn't drive. Mm. But he goes home. He has a job. He has food in his fridge. He pays his bills. Uh, you know, maybe he has a little bit of entertainment or not. And who am I? Who are you to say he's not successful? That's exactly. what he wants. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes, that makes him happy. Exactly. Right? And that's yeah. why I try to paint the picture. You know, he lives in an apartment. The old ones, you know, the bigger <laughs> ones. The old apartments, by the way, yeah, were the exactly. bigger ones. Yeah. All right? So, and I'm closing my eyes. I see Scarborough for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> so, he lives uh, Markham and Shepherd. And, you know, he has his job. Maybe he makes, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60,000. Again, his bills are paid. Maybe he drives. Maybe he takes the bus. Maybe he drives a Civic, a Honda Accord. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, who? he's a successful man. I totally agree. I think it's like, I love that answer because, like, for me, and especially when we're starting off, I definitely did view success as a dollar amount. And I think it's just natural when you're right. coming up because the world right. is all about consume, consume, consume. Right. But you're right. I think for me, the, the older I've gotten and <clears throat> the more success that I have experienced in my life so far, I've understood it's about, you know, like being being at peace, you know, like having having your your, your bills paid, being able to 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 hang out with your your family, go have a nice have a nice dinner, whether it's like with your girl or take your what, parents. Whatever out. you decide, you know what I mean? whatever you decide to do with your yeah. time. Yeah. If you're able to do it. Exactly. I mean, you yeah. Know, that, yeah, that's what it is. That's the definition. Right? Of and again, I, I wasn't always like this. Mm. I had to learn just like yourself. Yeah. This is really what it is for so, me. Yeah, yeah, uh, that is. So where did where where did you think again? It's like when you started to, uh, or let me start is like when you when you started to change that perception. Like, what was your first kind of like look at success? Like, um, did you start like obviously we're think we're talking about in regards to like let's say when money was the thing that was probably the thing you wanted to be successful. How did that start off? What were you doing at that time? And, and how did you get started? I'll give you a quick little story again. I'm a storyteller, by the way, mm -hmm. professional storyteller. <laughs> um, my energy was always. Yes, focused on the money. Money. I want to be big. I want to be famous. I want the jewelry and the cars. And I remember, shout out to my brother. My brother, you know, very educated individual. One of the smartest guys I know, other than my dad who passed away. But my brother, one time we were having a conversation and he sat me down and he was like, um, listen, stop chasing, you know, this facade. Stop chasing this fame and this money. Do whatever you're doing. And do it properly, and the money will automatically come. Back then, this is about 20 years ago. Yeah. I did not get it. I looked at him like, oh, damn, you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, looking back, um, he's totally right. So, again, what was the original question that you asked me just now? In exactly. terms of where did you get started, or, or what, what was it that got you started? So, so again, just like the average person, um, I have a deep story. A lot of people do know my story. Some mm -hmm. people don't. I've said this on other numerous podcasts before and interviews and mm -hmm. radio stations and whatnot. My background is really music. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Um, I'm not proud of it, but mm. I only went to high school. Mm. I never went to university or college. Mm. So I like to say I jumped off the porch early, yeah. right <laughs> after. And and I grew up in a household with both mom and dad, mm. uh, Trinidadian parents. Yeah. And my dad was pretty strict, yeah. economical driven. Read, read, read. Go to school, university, university. Un- I didn't pick that path. My brother did. My sister did. Yeah. Um. I was the black sheep of the family, <laughs> by the way. I know right? that. Yeah. Um. And again, I jumped off the porch, went out there into the world, and yeah, money, 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 fame, fame. Being influenced by the music, being influenced by music videos. Yeah. Being influenced by much music and BET, and um. So I used to be a DJ. Mm. I had numerous names. Um, that's where I got the the, the name Rock the House from. But yeah. I was Degree, I was Plug, I was Plug Scratch, many names. So being a DJ, um, and trying to be the best DJ out there, I started doing mixtapes. Mm. Um, I've been on numerous radio stations. I've been on television, numerous uh, network stations. I saw um, Rap City, I remember that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which is one of my maybe biggest accomplishments. Yeah. Looking back, um and again i also used to make mixtapes mix cds mm. which i took to the streets yeah. and i used to do hand-to-hand sales yeah, and i did this worldwide yeah like i went to miami i went to england i went to wow. new york city i went to atlanta i used to walk people know yeah, people yeah. know I like used guerrilla to marketing like handing out guerrilla <laughs> marketing street team i'm the head of the team yeah. pushing my own brand which was rock the house dj rock the house yeah and not to say too much, but I sold hundreds of thousands of, I'm not even over-exaggerating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a story behind that too yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So I sold hundreds of thousands of my mixed CDs, my name, worldwide. Yeah. Um, and story? again, that's when, you know, the money started coming in. Yeah. My name started getting bigger. Opportunities started coming. Yeah. Um, so that was my was introduction. Say, yeah, I was gonna say. So you're saying like, because I I wanted to back this up because I I feel like there's a lot of people who may also be in your shoes because you're saying you didn't you didn't take the university path, right? So interestingly enough, so it's like if you look at almost apart from one black billionaire, every other black billionaire never went to college either. So okay. just so you know, it's okay. like you're not alone. And in fact, most most people who actually do make it or if you look at most of the most successful people from bill gates mark zuckerberg almost everyone drops out because you have to understand education teaches you to think in one way most entrepreneurs you think your own way so just to add that in but with that um let me ask you um which is it's a similar story to mine because for me i was also grew up in 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 a household where like my parents were like you have to read you have to go to university if you didn't go to university you're out (laughs) you know type thing and so it's like i went and i feel like i went based more so on that on that aspect um but i always wanted to play sports so like sports was more so where i wanted to go and i wanted to go down down that road so for you obviously picking to go you know with with the music side not going into university like um did you have support from your parents or you know who who helped you to get started down down that path or was it just I'm glad I asked me that question too, um, because to be honest, in the beginning, I had no support. Mm. I'll even tell you a story. Um, this is cassette days. I remember vividly. Um, I was sitting in the living room. My dad was to the left of me watching the TV, and he was on the couch, and I was on the ground. And this is when I started duplicating my mixes yeah. on cassette. I think I had maybe 20 cassettes. I didn't have money back then. Mm. So I went and I bought 20 cassettes. I had the master and I was duplicating, which I did. Yeah. And I had the sticker and I was, <laughs> I was assembling 
for me to go to school, high school, because that's where I started. Yeah. And I'll walk around and try to sell it. Five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. I had money to buy beef patties and fries <laughs> and gravy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, God bless his soul. Um, I remember my dad looked at me and he said, with his Trini voice, deep Trini voice, he said, um, boy, what's chupiness you're doing, boy? <laughs> you know what I mean? He said, basically, why are you, why are you wasting your time? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember looking up at him and in my head, I'm like, ah, this guy don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, very quickly, six months, a year, now I'm getting booked all over the world. I'm traveling. Yeah. Now my father's seeing me on yeah. BET television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, that's my son. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's my son, you know. Yeah. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. So in the beginning, no. But when they seen that I was growing and, and I was expanding mm. and I'm traveling and now I'm making money to be able to give to my mom and dad towards bills yeah. is when they basically kind of shut up. Yeah, yeah. And then they kind of let me do my thing. They saw the hustle, right? They seen, <laughs> they seen the huge potential. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because in their eyes, I was becoming you know, somewhat of a local yeah. celebrity. Exactly. You know what I mean? So what, what do you think drove you like during those times? Or at least it's like, because it's like, you know, I can only relate some an experience like that or not to even relate it, but it's like when I first started talkative, which would be the first company um, that I was a partner in. Um, and of course, when you start, you're not getting paid. You know what I mean? And like for me, it's like I'd walked away from a job um, for, for other reasons. I, I dealt with a little bit of racism there, but we'll jump into that later. Um, and then went on to start this new this new project. And when you're starting and obviously it's like it's you're, you're paying with your savings, you're living on that. Um, and then you're, you're basically, you're working every single day. You're not getting paid for it. So you, you kind of have to really be driven. Right. Um, and then you're starting a new company. So it's like, you're not getting a lot of yeses. A lot of people don't know who you are, so they don't care. Right. Um, and I remember during those days, of course, my parents have been like, why don't you just go get another job instead of trying to start your own thing? Cause it's, right. it's like, right. Right. like a sure way. Yeah. Yes. Right? Go to work, get a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. And right. for me, it was one of those things where it's like, I, it, for some reason I you know, like I was like, I, I have to do this because it's like, I feel like it's the best way that I can truly prove to myself that I know what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? So right. it's like, that was one of the biggest things that drove me. So it's like in that time when like you were kind of going through your, your cassette phases, there's no support from your parents. Like what are the things that, you know, kind of kept you going? Um, one, um, you know, I was born on Christmas day. I'm no Capricorn. Way. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> Capricorn. Awesome. Yeah. And to me, I don't think anybody wakes up wanting to be a failure or a loser or a bum. Lack mm -hmm. of better terms. All right. No disrespect to anyone. But um, for me, failure was never an option. Yeah. So, and passion. I had a genuine love for music. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a whole, again, I have stories for days. <laughs> yeah. um, going to a concert in Trinidad, my mom took my brother, my sister, and myself. It was a Ron DMC concert. Mm -hmm. And I remember sold out show and sitting down looking at, you know, everyone in uproar and, you know, clapping. And I remember the DJ, Jam Master J, he passed away, so mm. God bless him. God bless. Um, he took off his, back then, they were, I think, Adidas. My yeah. Adidas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, he took off his shoe, yeah. put it on his hand, and he was scratching the record. No. And the crowd went, <laughs> I'm young and impressionable. Yeah. I'm probably uh, maybe seven, eight, nine, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember the crowd going crazy. And that was the moment I said, I want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear to God. So that right there was my influence. I started, you know, my dad had his little record players. I started scratching. I broke all of his needles back then. It was needles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't have that anymore with technology and whatnot. <laughs> and um, yeah, you said it. In the beginning, no money, night and day. 
comfort food, night and day. I'm not even eating. Yeah. I'm just in my bedroom with my little system, spinning records. And I used to take my little money and run downtown and buy records. Yeah. And I practiced and practiced and practiced. And that's how I became good at what I do. Yeah. I'm actually really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to brag on nothing like that. I'm just being honest. Like all those tricks and Other than those, yeah, I can do all of that. That's right? dope, yeah. Which is, to some people, it's amazing. Like, damn, rock, mm. never knew. Yeah. Right? Um. So the passion of music and me wanting to be successful at what I was passionate about. Mm. That what drove me. Uh, drove me, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So what, so let's start here. So what was your as you say, what would you say is your first major success that you experienced? It was obviously being a DJ and and the music. Right, right, there. right, right, right. For different terms, I'll tell you, was uh being in a smoky basement with a bunch of my friends. Cause you know, a lot of those guys, I don't smoke again, no disrespect to anyone. A lot of my friends do. Yeah. Um I always crack the joke that down. So, so much stress I go through. I think I'm gonna start smoking. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> being in a smoky basement, having drinks. I'm approximately 1920 mm-hmm. and Rap City the basement. Yeah. And I remember sitting down, big I looked tigger. around, big tigger <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> and I sat around, I looked around. And a lot of these guys, that's all they do. Smoke weed, yeah. play video games, get drunk. Yeah. I said, guys, I'm going in the basement. Mm. And everybody started laughing. Like, man, <laughs> shut up, man. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a long story, so I'll try to make it short. It took me maybe a year. Yeah. I got on the basement. Yeah. How I did it was going to New York and trying and trying to get to know people. There was a show called One and Six in Park. Yes. I because remember. Like, we're talking about BET, and especially at this time, 106 in Park and Rhapsody in the Basement right. were two of right. the biggest shows. Right. And like you watched every day. You right. Know what I mean? Again, some of your audience might need to have a clue. <laughs> they might not have a clue. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then it was. Huge, huge, right? Huge. Unheard of. AJ and Free, <laughs> you get it, right? So the fact that all my friends laughed at me and they said, "Shut up," yeah, and I said, "Okay, yeah, yeah." And yeah. um, back then, because I was selling the CDs and whatnot, I was distributing and shipping boxes again, thousands. So you're going to New York? I'm going to New York every two weeks. Wow. I used to go to New York every two weeks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, distributing and collecting and then buying stuff over there, shipping it back here, selling. I was always a little entrepreneur, yeah. right? Um, and one in six in Park, stupid me, I remember, I'll never forget this. Two, three in the morning, I got up. I'm, I had a rental. I drove around looking for the address, one in six in Park. Yeah. 106 and Park. Yeah. And I remember there were some guys outside. I looked and I said, buddy, because they're like, yo, who are you? Ontario plates. Mm. I said, um, please, no, no disrespect, and I'm not trying to whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for a BT, yeah. and they started laughing at me. They go, B- This is Harlem, by the way. Yeah, yeah, they go, yeah, BT, yeah. and then one guy knew he said, BT is in Washington, DC. That's when the uh, main head office was in Washington, yeah. DC. That was a flop. Okay, I went back home because now this is my journey. I'm yeah, trying to yeah. find this place in the night because I'm planning to go back one day in the day. Yeah, and I remember going getting rejected, going, getting rejected, going, who do I talk to? Yeah. One time I had my cousin with me. She owns a salon in Brooklyn. Uh, Monica's is the name of it. And she was with me. And I remember, and she's an attractive young lady, whatever. And I remember I went down there again in the daytime. She was with me. And one of the guys walked out and he's looking at my cousin. Mm. And then she asked him, hey, this is my cousin from Toronto, Canada. Da, da, da. Um, he wants to meet. And then he said, oh, okay. 
And then there were two individuals walking out the building at the same time. Yeah. By the way, this is about the fourth or the fifth time you're trying. Yeah. So this is four or five, six, seven months later. Yeah. Right? Going down to New I'm York. Going and trying. And rejected yeah. and not knowing who to talk to. Yeah, and, yeah. and whatever, because I'm busy doing my thing. So that was my side project. And at the same time, when the guy was talking to my cousin, there was two individuals walking out, executives for BET. And he goes, oh, talk to those people right there. Yeah. And I remember, you know, young, foolish, whatever. And I, there was a guy named Emo. I ran up to him, talking to him. Hey, man, I'm from Toronto. I had my CDs with me. I gave him one. Yeah. I said, listen, man, I'm trying to, you know, be yeah. on BET. And then I said, hey, man, I'll do whatever. I'm willing to pay you. Yeah. I seen his eyes lit up. He said... And then quietly, he, boom, take my number. Uh, uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And me, I'm, I, I can admit all of this now <laughs> yeah, yeah. because this is years ago. There's no shame in my game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked it out, man. And yeah. I, we, he called the figure. I paid him. Nice. And in doing that, it's, it's good but bad because you should never lead by money. You should try to yeah. do things. This is my opinion. You should try to do things organic. Yeah. All right? But sometimes... You got to do what you Well, it's part do. of the game. You got to play the game, right? I'm, you just nailed it, right? <laughs> you just nailed it, right? And um, again, we got on the phone. Uh, we negotiated. Boom. Mm. I gave him the money. And he said what to do. Hey, bio, this, that. Boom, send it in. You yeah. know, back then, fax it in. Yeah. You know, email <laughs> yeah, it in, yeah. whatever. And before you know it, a month after that, mm. I'm on a plane because I had my first booking. Yeah. And then uh, because now they're seeing me and I did develop Although it started with the finances, yeah. me and him, we developed a relationship. Yeah. So I could call him on the phone now. Hey, by the way, I want to come on again. Mm. Hey, by the way, I want to come on. I was on there maybe 12, 13 times. Wow, really? Yeah, 12, yeah, yeah. And I was the only one from Canada at the time yeah. that was on a huge, huge. network, television yeah. network yeah. such as. Yeah. So I was in millions of homes. Yeah, exactly. Millions. I'm gonna, We're talking please. Rap City in the basin. Right? <laughs> yeah, millions of like, homes, people on their like, television seeing me. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I went through trials and tribulations and, yeah, you know, yeah. getting big-headed because I thought I was a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? And opportunities started coming because, oh, look, yeah. I'm on house. TV and yeah, now yeah. people are booking me. Yeah. Um, And I remember one time, I was always, again, I'm not trying to... But I'm gonna. I'm taking hey, my credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your flowers. Get your flowers. Somewhat of a genius back then. I'm a genius now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, I was a grooming genius. Yeah, exactly. I wore a T-shirt with a toll-free number one time. Oh, All right. Yeah. And, I, and then I said it. Hey, man, I'm Canada's number one. You know, give me a call toll-free. Yeah. And I had to hire, yeah. like a receptionist, to receive all the phone calls that we were getting. Yeah. Back then. And I don't think I did a good job. I said, no but way. But people started calling me from all over the world. Yeah. And now I'm flying to Vegas. I'm in LA. I'm in Miami. And yeah. Teaching. Yeah. And that's and amazing. So, like, that was your first kind of like marketing campaign. That, that was my first big accomplishment. Yeah. You yeah, asked yeah. me, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that was it. That's amazing. No, I, you, I, I love how you. I got millions of stories like this, by the <laughs> way. We're going we're, we're gonna to definitely have you on to tell more and more. Right. But I was, I was loving it because I, I like how you say, I mean, to me, I loved how you said it's like, you know, like the younger me was a genius and I'm still a genius, right? Because it's like for me, I can tell The younger you, me was a uh, yeah. brewing genius. Yeah. For me, I can tell you definitely is like, um, I look at my younger self and especially where I am now, which is where it's like the younger me was just like hustle. You know what I mean? Like right. I was willing, like I was the type of guy where like I'd walk in and I, I've always worked in sales. So right. for me being, and like, I think you said this when you walked in is like having the gift of the God, being able to talk. Right. It's one thing. It's a skill. Muela, that, muela, 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 mama muela. guy. This guy's <laughs> number one mama guy. It's all my Trini people out there. Right? 
I thought I was good. <laughs> this guy is better. Oh, I appreciate it. No, no. But like, it's like, for me, it's, it's the one, it's like one of those skills that you naturally have. And then like, obviously in terms of being an entrepreneur, you know, you go with the things that you're naturally good at, and then you kind of build, you build on that and how to be able to better communicate, how to understand how to actually give information and relay. But like when you're young, you need to have that kind of hustle mentality. Right. And when you're working in sales, it's mainly like they'll give you like a phone and be like cold call like a hundred people. Right. So you just sit on the phone and, <laughs> and right, go. Right, right. And I think it's like at that point is where I really started to sharpen my skills. But um, let me get into this question with you. I wanted to ask is, did you have any major like um, or any mentors or any influences in your life that played a part in kind of helping you get to where you are? That's a great question. And um, I will always tell anyone, if you're serious about being a, a young entrepreneur, starting entrepreneur. I think it's so important to have mentorship. And to answer your question, yes, I did. Um, he also passed away. Um, Rockwell, his name was Steve Rockwell. Mm. He owned the notorious, famous jean store downtown. Yeah. All right. Um, he used to be at the corner of Dundas and Young, yeah. where the Dundas Square is. Yeah, yeah, right. But there. they tore it down before there were buildings there. Yeah. All right. Uh, when I first moved to Canada, when you drive by, he used to hang clothes out. There was another store called Honest Eds. Have you ever heard yeah, of yeah, Honest Eds? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so the two competitions back then, low price clothing was Rockwell and Honest Eds. Yeah. All right. Um, both unfortunately have closed now, right? Both, yeah. Out. And yeah. then, you know, Mr. Rockwell, he yeah. passed away in COVID uh, 2019. Yeah, he's the jean store by the old place, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Used yeah. To, right? Mm. So I'll give you another story with that. And it all correlates in selling CDs back then. Um, I had a friend that used to work for him. Her name is Shanoa. By the way, Shanoa, young girl, she passed away mm. like a year, maybe two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. But I had a friend named Shanoa that I used to visit that used to work for Rockwell. Mm. So I will come downtown on my grind, on my hustle, and she will call me. Uh, hey, what are you doing? I'm, hey, I'm right around the corner. I'll come by and say hi. And in going to see Shanoa, which was in Rockwell's store. That's how I met Rockwell. Yeah. And um, he was mean back then. Yeah. He was screaming, yelling, oh, I'm not paying you to talk. Who is this guy? Get out of here. Yeah, he was yeah. mean. I used to look at him like, what the hell is wrong like with this guy? guy. I'm the old man, you know what I mean? And then I'll say, okay, Chanel, I'll talk to you another time. I'll leave. But I observed Mr. Rockwell for a while just to see how he is and whatnot. I'll try to make this as quick as possible. In my travels to New York, um, I've noticed they will have one store but one store will be divided into three stores. Mm -hmm. So there's three, four different businesses in one store. Yeah. So boom, the light bulb went off in my head. This guy had a huge warehouse. All right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm passionate about music. I'm a brewing marketing genius. Yeah, yeah. So one day I went to visit uh, Shanoa. He used to play loud music. I had this bright idea. I said, hey, Mr. Rockwell, I have an idea for you. That would be really good for you. The first time, ah, oh, get out of here, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this guy. What the hell is up with this guy? I left. A second time I approached him. Hey, Mr. Rockwell, I have an idea for you. And I think I caught him at the right time. Everything is timing. So again, yeah. please take the gems out of everything that I'm saying. Yes, sir. Everything is timing. I caught him at the right time. And he goes, he was by the cash register. And he goes, what is it? I said, you're blasting music outside. How about I make you an advertisement tool that will be playing the latest music, mm. but there will be commercials in between the songs. Uh, Someone comes in, spends $100, you give it away to them for free. Uh, the light bulb went off. Yeah. 
But now I'm thinking, I'm trying to get this guy to one, sign off. Mm. Hey, press uh, back then, duplicate. Let's start off with 500 CDs. Yeah. But I'm thinking the more CDs he does, he's getting my name out there. Because, hey, what's up, guys? This is Rock the House. I'm here with Rockwell Jeans. He has the latest, the latest, yeah, latest, yeah, latest, yeah. latest. I'm just thinking about me expanding. That's how you're building your audience. And my name, building my audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. He loved it. Signed off on it. Um, I paid for everything. Yeah. Again, it's it's all how you go about it too, right? Yeah. I paid for I didn't ask him for money or anything. Mm. I went, he wanted it, I did it, he loved it. He called me again. Hey, let's do another two thousand. Okay. Yeah. Boom. He loved it. Yeah. Uh, please, I have to tell you this story. <laughs> yeah. He loved it. I did another one. Hey, let's do five thousand. Wow. I'm just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Now other stores and companies started calling me. Wow. Hey, yeah. we noticed Rockwell have this this thing. So all the clothing stores yeah. started calling me. Even in the Eaton Center, there was a point in time I would walk through the Eaton Center yeah. and there will be different stores simultaneously i'm hearing my voice yeah or people will be walking through saying rock yo i'm hearing rock every day people will be texting me texting me texting me but let me show you how brilliant rockwell is Mm. rockwell realized what he was doing he realized and back then i'm spending maybe a dollar on a package i'm charging him three dollars yeah so not only that i don't care about the money i'm really caring about expanding my brand the money's gonna come um rockwell realized what i was doing and then he went and he bought a duplicating machine mm-hmm. and started making it himself. Uh, cut me out. <laughs> yeah. I had a good run and yeah. he cut me out. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't care because, yeah. again, I had all these other companies and whatnot. Yeah. So um, long story short, that's when I developed a relationship with Rockwell. Mm-hmm. And we actually became really, really good friends. Yeah. And I'll call him like my uncle. Yeah. And then he was an imam. He was Muslim. So he was very disciplined. He wouldn't drink alcohol. He, he doesn't party. And now looking back, he really didn't have much friends, although he was super successful. Mm. And he used to call me like, hey, this is my nephew. A lot of the times when he was bored and he had he didn't really have much friends, mm. he would say, Rock, let's go have coffee. Yeah. That was his thing. Rock, meeting, coffee. Mm. And I would sit with him sometimes two, three in the morning. He used to live on college and uh, between church and young, Carlton Street. There's a condo building. And downstairs, I think it's a Denny's. Mm. Is it a Denny's or there's a breakfast place? I think it's, it's a breakfast place. But right? I'm not sure. Yeah, he yeah. used to live above. So we would always meet downstairs. Yeah. And sometimes he would fall asleep. Because, yeah. you know, it's yeah. 24 hours and we'll be sitting there. And um, yeah. my point is, him being way older, he's went through two bankruptcies. He went through two marriages. This guy was so intelligent and so wise because he's been there, done that. Made a lot of money, lost a lot of money. And that guy taught me a lot. Yeah. And I would like to say, other than my dad, yeah. Mr. Rockwell was Mr. like Rockwell a true Rockwell. mentor to me. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm going to end with with, um, with with this one. So I usually like to say, what are three key things you think um, every person or any entrepreneur out there needs to, to have to be successful? So from, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to assume these ones. The first one I'll say is persistence, because clearly you're very persistent right. and you, you, you chased after it. Second one, again, I'm going to take from you. You said timing is everything, knowing the right time to, to, to or, you know, like the timing has, has played a lot in your success, that's right? right so right. what would you say is like one, one more key thing um, that an entrepreneur needs to have in order to achieve success? There is not one more thing, though. Yeah, yeah. So There's many. No and again, everybody has their own story, their own path. 
Um, you know, like I'm pretty sure you, you're going to go to the top. Mm. Your path will be different from mine mm. and the next guy. But um, yeah, I think most successful people, usually they have the same blueprint. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I like to say for me, spirituality is very important. Discipline is very important. I know you asked me for one, but I just have Whoa, to. No, please, please, please. Um, this is better. <laughs> um, okay, thank you. Um, I think health mm. is number one. Yeah. Um, I think you have to have a positive spirit and positive mind for, for the days that you're going to go through so much anxiety and depression and, and whatnot and, um, relationships too, relationships and education, education, yeah. you know, and it sounds cliche, but these are things that, and balance, you have to learn how to balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be doing one too much of one thing. You yeah. have to be able to, and it's not easy. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's definitely it's not easy. I, I find that's the one I'm trying to figure out balance right now. Because it's like sometimes you're like way too focused on the work and then like, or maybe you go the other side, you're having, right. having fun. So it's like balance is the, the one I'm definitely trying to understand. And again, when the time is right, you will figure it out. You will figure it out. Your balance. Because everybody's balance. Yes, different, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're going to, we're going to stop here for now, but we definitely are going to have to do a, a part two uh, with Mr. Rock the House. I have so much more. And more, but um, definitely, yeah. Hey, man, this thank you fun. so much for coming on today. This, this is just fun. this is just the sizzler reel to get you guys into meeting this amazing oh, before man. Before I go, before yeah. I go, I need yeah. to show you guys this. I got my my brand coming. Yes, spent sir. Hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> on designer. Yes, sir. So now we're gonna start making our own clothes. Yes, sir. It's called PDBAC. PD. All right. Yes, Let me put this in there. Boom. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. BDBSC. Yes, that sir. That you need to know about. Perfect. Right. Perfect. PDBAC. We're going to be rocking that on our next episode. Trust me. All right. Um, thank you so much to Mr. Rock the House. Again, we'll be having you on again to finish. I think we're going to be having you on multiple times because let's do it. A lot of stories to talk about and let's a lot to hear. Uh, thank you so much for having uh, for coming on today, sir. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm Toronto. Me. Thank you for listening. Take it easy. Boom. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. This is you. <laughs> thank Definitely you. you, man. You're, you're gonna... <laughs> I said it first. <laughs>